Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hang on. So, have we we've programmed them? These are these mics are good, darling. We honestly, it's like fucking radio one in here. <laughs> you're listening. Good afternoon. You're listening to Dave McCulloch on Radio One. Bum, 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 bum. Love that. What's this one do? <laughs> Bit of laughter. Bit of laughter. We need a bit of that. <laughs> I live. I wanted to keep that one in. I think it's right. I love that. Yeah. I always on a swinger side. I always on a swinger side. I always on a swinger side. Is that the full one? Yeah, that's the full the one. We're just going to use that for the live and then I'll replace it. Right. The gossip gaze. They're not as cheap them crickets, I don't think. They're, They're better crickets. Yeah, proper crickets. Where yeah. are them crickets from? They professional crickets that have recorded it. Um, I had to buy. I had to pay for it fifty nine p. You did not. No, I I um I legally downloaded it. <gasps> do not admit to that. I'm a thief. We're on Spotify, darling. Oh shit. <gasps> oh, I love that one. Yeah, I kept I kept the two. Well, I kept the three good ones in. The wah wah wah. Yeah. Um, I feel like this show is getting. We're going from strength to strength. <laughs> it's dead excited. I always on a swinger side. Yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. Hi, I'm fancy goldfish enthusiast Danny Beard. And I'm chemistry science teacher Billy Andrew. And this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast. Hold on to your McNuggets, we've got some exciting news. And we get deep. Very deep. Oh, well, it's a brand new show, brand new week, brand new mics. Do I not need to start the show with a bum, 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 bum? Press it if you want, but you don't have to. The Ghost of Gears. Yes, this is very exciting. Do you want to press the number two just on there for me? Just press yeah, that totally. two. What's that there two? we go. It just takes us back to that home screen there. We, honest to God, guys, you want to see our setup. It's like, honestly, it's like Radio 1 in here. Yeah, it's it's bloody fantastic. It's gorgeous. What have you been doing this week, Billy? I'm a bit too close to the mic. Honestly, I do this all the time. No, I don't think you are. I think that's right in my ears. Because we've both got headphones now, guys. After last week's palaver where we couldn't afford a fucking <laughs> pair of headphones, I managed to scrimp and save our week. I know. Some. We had an old set of fucking iPhone earphones. One with a wire. <laughs> yeah. I've not seen a... Did you hear that? that? That mic picked that up, yeah. That mic just picked up my stomach saying, feed me. See more. Yeah. <laughs> 
Listen, I've not been right this week, but I've just been in the gym, sweated it out. Yeah. Back, 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 back working out. I do like working out. I just, do you know what? I can't be asked getting up and going. Can I just say, you did call me while you was on your way and you said, you know what? I think I might have to cut these sessions down. It's like a full-time job going to the gym. I did, yeah. I did say that, but yeah. I feel much better once I've been. Yeah, you do. You come out of it and you feel, woo, liberated, don't well, you? Well, the best thing for me is I have a pack of chicken in the car and a bit of hoisin sauce. Right, so you've got takeout ready there. Ready. Funny, as soon as I've, I know, as soon as that bloody clock strikes fucking 12. Yeah. I'm straight in that car, 230 grams of chicken breast, <laughs> two tablespoons of hoisin sauce, I sit in the car park, eating it like a fat gal. <laughs> Oh my god. Ain't no stopping me now. I'm on the roll. I don't know the words. Is that the words? Do you know? It sounds right, though. Does it sounds, sound right? Sounds about right. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm in a recording studio with these headphones on. I know. I feel like. Do you know what I mean? We're zoned out. We're yeah. in our own world. We're in our own minds. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> when you've just eaten an edible. <laughs> Go on, what have you been doing this week? It's been a tough week for you, honey. This week's been nuts for me. Um, You've been off your diet for good reason. Yeah, because Morden's got cancer. And I've been off my diet for no good reason. (laughs) So yeah, I've not been on the diet. Do you know what? I think we ate out five nights last week. No. What, partying? No, ate out food-wise. right, sorry. Like, we went to Tattoo Monday. We went Bill's Tuesday. You just took his ball on a tour of Manchester before he got it off. (laughs) We went to a lovely Thai place Wednesday, went somewhere else Thursday, and then I've just been giggling and giggling. But yeah, it has been a bit of a weird, scary week, but he has had um, the ball out now. It's gone. It's out. It's out of his body, which is fab. And this should be the last of it, hopefully. We find out more in the next couple of weeks. But the doctor said um, she's confident that most people just need the testicle removing, which the surgery's gone fine. I've picked him up this afternoon and that's it. All done. Wow. I know. Well, I'm sending all my love and well wishes to him. And people will notice if they follow us on Instagram at Cross Gaze Pod that we did do a little thing about checking your breasticles and your testicles because we just mm-hmm. thought off the back of this combo, if we can, you know, one one other person goes and gets themselves checked and could could help them out. So other than other than lots and lots of food, what have you been doing? Working your tits off? I've been working my tits off, but you know what? I'm dead excited for a weekend off work because um, it's the Gossip Days Live this week. I can't believe it. So this comes out on the Monday, and then this Saturday is, is the Classic Days Live. We've got a sold-out show. Yeah. We've sold out of all of our VIPs, is that correct? No, there's still a couple left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you listen to this, they'll be sold out. Yes. Um, but if you want to get one, get one. Check, check. You can just check on our social. Go on our little link tree in our bio. Take you to the ticket site. And if there's some available, you can get it. Meet and greet with us. <laughs> the state of me. Meet and greet with us. Yeah. Uh, mix and mingle. It's not really a meet and greet. It's a mix and mingle. Some pre-drinks. <clears throat> lots of chatting. Photos. And we've got a really, really great opportunity for everybody in the show. Um, our, our live audience. Yeah. To I'm spit it out, Dan. This is like a tongue twister. <laughs> Have I got a gobstopper in? <laughs> uh, we've got a great opportunity for everyone in the audience um, to win Go on. our first ever official merch bundle. Has there been unofficial merch? <laughs> oh, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was that one. Oh, no, where's the cheering? Oh, we do not have cheering anymore. Oh, no, what am I doing? The gossip gaze. <laughs> that, was a, that was nuts. Uh, we don't have the cheering anymore. Do you want me to get it back? No, it's fine. I'm always on a swing of sun. <laughs> Fab. That'll yeah. Do. So um, 
We've got the official designs, but the web, the web, the website. Da, 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 da. I thought you said these <coughs> microphones take the s's out your lisp. Apparently they do. I don't know if it's working. Please DM me and let me know if you can tell I've got a lisp or not. Go <laughs> on. Um, I've seen the merch. You've seen it. It's all signed off. The website's ready to go. But we do want somebody at the live to win the first bundle. Yeah. So it's very special. So this we might even sign it. No, we won't be signing it, darling. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But at the same time, um, we will we will make it go live this week. So you've listened to this on date on the day it drops. It's the Monday. Let's look out on our socials this coming weekend when the live show is on. If you've not managed to bag a ticket to the live show, yeah, you might be able to bag yourself some of our exclusive merch. We got loads, haven't we? We got tote bags, we got mugs, we got t-shirts, we yeah. got hoodies. You name it, we got it, darling. We got mom, it. My mum's like, I want to buy, I want to buy, um, I want to buy a tote bag, and I'm going to get a mug for work, and then I'm going to get Bless. a jumper because it's cold in the office. She's going to look like Gossip Dave number I one. Know, yeah, she's going to look like the biggest <laughs> lesbian in Leeds. <laughs> Good I for her. I know, she's dead excited. And you know what also she told me as well this week? What? Just shout out to me, Auntie Margaret. So this is me grandma's sister. Yeah. She listens. No, so the she, things you've been saying on here. Do you know what? Do you know what she said? She said, I've been listening to the show and our Billy's a right talent. He's so funny. Oh. She didn't say anything negative. She didn't say I swear too much. My mum says I swear too much. The things we've spoke about on here, like I would not speak to a family member about. So, it's not, so if you are a family member and you are listening... Don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to what we've got to say. We've yeah. got some. Ser- we're hitting some serious topics today. We do have a couple of serious topics because we've had a very serious listeners letter this week. Um, but it resonated me with me. And on a I'm, whole level. On a whole level, girl. So um, I've been DMing that person this week just to send in a lot of love. But that's coming up. And we're also at Glitter Bomb this week. I'm dead excited for that. We've got a parody, parody, party in Cambridge. We said Canterbury. Did we? Yeah, but it's actually Cambridge we're at. I mean, but you know, once you go, once you go past Birmingham, down south, down south, in it, do you know yeah. what I mean? We, yeah. So we've all got silver spoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judging you guys, but you're all rich. Yeah. And to me, anyway. Right, yeah, absolutely. I'm the same. And they've all got Range Rovers and stuff. Yeah. What else have they got? Uh, what else have they got? Probably got family with farmland. <laughs> The old Votari. No, no, they don't, you know. Not in the student places. Oh, are they, are they not? No. So when do they turn Tory? Uh, when they start making money and they think but that it's like by voting Tory, it means that they've achieved something and that they're rich. Right. So it's like it's like you know you get these gays like some gays in Manchester that vote Tory because they think it's like an aspirational thing. Like, well, I vote Tory. It's like a, a, it's like buying a Rolex watch, isn't it? It's like, right, it's, like yeah. it's like embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lordy. Should we move on with the show? Let's on with the bloody show. I don't know what none of these do. There we go. The gossip case. So my loves, you know, one of the biggest things, like the most important things on this show that we, we talk about, like, and I think it hits home on so many different levels for so many people. It resonates. It resonates. And I think it's really important as the queer community that we speak about this but it's changes to the mcdonald's menu <laughs> yes so it's that time of year again isn't it babe have you not seen what they've done i'm fuming darling right breakfasts first of all let's go back to the beginning covid hit mcdonald's shut do you remember when mcdonald's shut and everybody freaked out and i had that frozen fucking double <laughs> cheeseburger in my freezer yeah, and you were going to sell it for 90 quid on eBay. I should have. <laughs> no, people were desperate. People but... were that desperate. I could have made 90 quid then. Instead, I got really drunk one night and ate it. <laughs> Do you 
know what? Really good idea, though. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to honestly. I'm going to buy the whole menu. I'm going to get a freezer just for McDonald's products. Right. <gasps> Maybe we should do that. Let's go and buy a load of bagels because they've cut they've cut bagels off the menu. Love. Get the bagels. Get the breakfast wraps. Pop them in the freezer. No, they're gone already, hon. Oh, this is what I'm saying. Back when COVID hit. Uh, at the start of the pandemic, when McDonald's reopened, they were like, we don't have a limited menu, we haven't got bagels and we don't have wraps. I thought it was just my one that want doing bagels. None of them. They stopped and then I couldn't work out the relation between the pandemic and not getting bagels. I was like, this, this isn't adding up, but do you know what else doesn't add up to me? What? Domino's. I haven't ordered Domino's in ages. You still cannot get a half and half pizza because of COVID in quotation marks. Papa John's you can and Pizza Hut. <laughs> but... Dominoes are not doing half and half. It make it make sense, Dominoes. It doesn't make sense. Why can you not do half and half? I hate this whole COVID as an excuse for so much shit. And also, can I just say it's the same in the doctors? Same at the hospital. Do you know what? One appointment I can come in with you. The next I can't. One one I can. The next I can't. It don't make sense. Nothing make. To be fair, I don't think there's so much that doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. Let's not go on about COVID. <laughs> oh, bro, fucking hell, we'll be all day. <laughs> um, but. None of it makes sense anymore, and now you don't even have to isolate. Is that the rule now? Apparently, that is coming in very soon. It's I don't gone know. down to what common cold level? I think so, something like that. But anyway, back to our main topic here: McDonald's. McDonald's. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for realigning my chakras. <laughs> the beardles are gone, and the wraps on. I, do you know those were a too good staple for me on the breakfast menu? But they have teased something new is coming in the new like this year. Do you know what it is? No, I know what it is. What is it? It's. Get ready for this. Go on. Ah. Chicken Big Mac. Woo! Chicken Big Mac. (laughs) We are so fat. We're embarrassing. Yeah, honestly, they're bringing a Chicken Big Mac. Apparently, they do them in other countries. Producer Liv said she's had one in Dubai and Jordan. Yeah. And they're really nice. But to me, it looks absolutely hanging. I don't want that sauce on a chicken. I want that on a beef patty. Yeah, because it is just your standard Big Mac, I believe, with the burger sauce and the lettuce. But then it's got two chicken patties on. I I think I would like a one slice of beef, one slice of chicken. Okay, this is a game changer. Switching it up there. You could buy a normal Big Mac, buy a chicken one and just swap the patties. Half and half. Half and half. We're going to do it next week. (laughs) This is what I mean. We should work for McDonald's and do these hacks. Honey, We sh- I, I actually would love to come up with the new stuff. I've said yeah, this before. I know. You give me all them, in- all them stuff on that. Yeah, ingredients. And I just can't come up with some really good stuff. I don't know why they don't do toasties. They should do toasties. The beef patties. Yeah. Beef patty toasties in the breakfast. All they've got to do is get the normal burgers and put them on a bloody toasting machine. Where do they do that? They do that at Five Guys. That's it. Five Guys do toasties like that and they're fucking gorgeous. Yeah, listen, we can't spend this whole show talking about food, but we want to know what your favourite food is. So get in touch on our brand new food hotline, 0151 917 917, and let us know. Hashtag my... F- I'm joking. I'm joking. We've, we've not got that set up yet, but no, we we're, we're literally weeks away from that, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. That is, that is the next thing on my list to do for this podcast. Um, but the, I, I did see as well, they're bringing out the salted caramel McFlurry's coming back, Galaxy Flavour, which is exciting. <sighs> this is big news for all our fat girls around the country. <laughs> and further afield, if you're listening to this in another country, I'm sorry that this isn't able to resonate with you, but you get to have things like alcohol at McDonald's, okay? Oh, yeah. It's, I'm sure in Spain they do like beers on tap and like sangria. All sorts, darling. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't have that in this country because people drink too much anyway. Yeah. We're a big drinker. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll have a happy meal with two sangrias, please. 
That'll be what happens around here. Yeah. I'll just put sangria in Babby's bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Make her go sleep. <laughs> right, let's move on with the check. We've got a croaker coming up. We've got a corker. The Gossip Gaze. So, my loves, it's come to my favourite part of the show, and that is where we get to have a chat with one of our listeners, basically, because you guys write in, tell us any of your problems, queries, dilemmas, mm-hmm. issues... Sometimes it's really fun and sometimes it's really serious. And you guys pour your heart out to us. And some people write in. And honestly, we've had paragraphs before, haven't we? And I just want to say, everyone that writes in, we always respond and we always try and work it into the show where we yeah. can. Sometimes we don't use them, which is true. Because well, yeah. sometimes they're not right sometimes for the show. but it's not appropriate. But we always chat with the people. And of like, course, We always yeah. give them our time and chat with you. So. Definitely. Never never be put off by that. Like, we want to chat and we want to... <laughs> yeah, no, no but... I'm not putting you off. I'm just saying, like, we will... If we don't use it on the show, we're still going to respond and reach out to you, yeah, is what I'm saying. of course. I'm like, something coming this week that you really wanted to... You wanted to go with this letter. Yeah, I pushed with this. I said, I'm going to speak to the producers. I want this letter this week. I feel like it's important. And, and here it is. This is for our... Oh, we're going to keep this anonymous. Yeah, so I have chatted to them and they do want to remain anonymous. No problem. So it reads like this. Hey Gossip Gaze, I wanted to ask for some advice as I've been feeling very lonely for a while now. I'm 26 and from a small town in the northeast. although I grew up here, I haven't always lived here. When I was 18, like most small town gay boys, I moved away to the city. First Liverpool and then London. As a gay man, I loved the city life. I was part of a little gay family, I spent all my time in gay spaces and gay events and I felt like I could finally be myself. However, The pressure of the city rat race and heavy partying began to affect my mental health. First, I was using drugs, which was fine. It was just at weekends and I was having a little bit of fun. And then I found chems and I totally lost myself. Long story short, I had a breakdown just before the pandemic hit and I took the decision to move back home for my own safety. If I'd not done so, I don't think I would still be here today. I've had to start my life again from scratch and two years later I'm doing well and I'm back on my feet. However, I don't have any gay friends up here. and Whilst my hetty friends are great, I feel so isolated. I stopped speaking to my old friends in London because I used to take drugs with them, but I do miss them regardless of that and the sense of that gay camaraderie. I don't know how to put myself back out there and starting to make new friends on the scene up here safely. Please, 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 could you give me some advice? Side note, this is a big listener's letter and it might not make it on the show, which is totally fine as it involves some difficult subjects. But I wanted to say thank you. I look forward to every Monday because when I listen to you guys, I feel like I have two good friends in my kitchen. And for a little bit of time, I don't feel lonely or isolated. Oh, I'm getting choked up. Uh, for a little bit of time, I don't feel lonely or isolated. So thank you so much for that. <coughs> Uh, I also think there's a few things we should touch on here because there is some real serious subjects. Absolutely. I just want to say, first of all, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That is, obviously, there is hard-hitting things in there. But also, I feel like you've come to us at such such a great place in terms of you've already kind of admitted where you've gone wrong. Mm -hmm. You've kind of took yourself away from a bad situation. They're the biggest steps. And then... You're now ready to make friends again, but you're apprehensive to do it safely. I think you're in a good place. I think there's a few things that I personally would recommend. Like, I think you should see counselling. Yeah, definitely. For post, post 
what you've been through and uh, i think when when you've gone i took drugs which is fine but then i found chems to me is that chem sex yeah to me that does sound like chem sex if i'm honest because drugs does i i feel like you would say drugs again the drugs got out of hand yeah and then when people are looking for chem sex they say on grinder chems so i'm I'm assuming chem sex yeah i am too um and I think we will we will go through some things like some top tips of safety if people are doing chem sex because look it happens, um, and it, it some people dip in and out and they're fine. A lot of people aren't, and there's a lot of things that people need to be aware of doing it. And I think the biggest thing I would ever recommend is if you're going in and you're getting into that scene, or even if it's just a one time thing, you need to be taking prep is the number one thing yeah. to prevent and um, protect yourself against HIV. Never share needles or anything like that set ground rules for yourself when you're sober about what you do and don't want to do with people because your inhibitions are lower when you've taken drugs yeah absolutely always try and use condoms and lube now that is a big thing because so many people don't want to do that and be and get tested as regularly as you can for stis um and there's a lot more info out there as well. That a lot of that those uh, top tips were from the LGBT Foundation on their chemsex section. So let's go back to this letter. So we've got someone who's moved away from a small town, big town, found themselves in a tricky position. Now this yeah. resonates with you. You wanted to speak about this, didn't you? Yeah. So this letter um, really resonated with me just because I did the exact same thing. Um, I met friends, started to do drugs at the weekend. Then it was all a bit of fun. It was all just a bit of fun. I was working in a day bar that was open till 10 o'clock in the morning. So you can imagine drugs were rife in there. So that it, it just naturally it just naturally happened. I don't know why. Yeah. I didn't ever set the intentions of like, I'm going to move to Manchester and start doing drugs. It just, just kind of happened. Um, and then I was in a long-term relationship. And then when that broke down, um, I didn't really know what to do with myself because me and this partner at the time was very... We were like one person, if you will. We always went everywhere, did everything together. We were like twins. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was a bit like we just and I didn't, I didn't really have my own identity outside of that relationship, really. And then when that broke down, I didn't really know what to do with myself, so I was doing more drugs. And then I was eventually every weekend going to chemsex parties, which was not ideal. But then it was three days out of the week doing chemsex. Yeah, and I think as well as as someone who was your friend at that time, like it was, it it went from. People having a bit of fun at the weekend, like yeah. we said, to this happening with you, with this breakdown of this relationship, but then also your ex and his new partner. It was all a bit weird. Like they were, they they bullied you basically. Mm. Yeah, they would come into clubs and be really nasty and do really horrendous things to you that pushed you more and more over the edge and more and more into this chemsex lifestyle. And then yeah. from from your friend's point of view. It wasn't until you started like doing little lies and dipping off and backdooring yeah. it. And then you started like literally taking yourself away from your friends to go and hang out with people you don't even know. Honestly, it was crazy. When I when when I look back at that mentality now, like I wasn't I was I was lying to my friends, I was lying to my mum, my, my like my family, um, and I was spending like days with these people who I didn't even know and I definitely don't speak to anymore, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so I my well, my mental health got really, really bad, and I knew it was, and I was getting suicidal thoughts, and I didn't want to be here anymore. That's how I genuinely felt. Yeah. So I said to my mum, I was like, I need to move back home to Leeds for a bit. Um, 
and then she took me in with open arms and then obviously I discussed with her what happened. She had a bit of a breakdown and was like, oh my God, I feel it's certain drugs. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It, and it was a scary time and like there was, there was, even in our friendship group, there was people like, oh, he's fine, leave him, he'll do what he wants to do. But then obviously mm. I, you were confiding in me the like these thoughts and yeah. all this and I thought, I, I remember being away at Panto at the time thinking, it's not like I'm in Manchester where I can like. Yeah. I used to like. I remember I'd sit up and be like on grinder, like, okay, right, he's he's, he's green lights on, right, he's all right, he's alive, he's on right, grinder. Yeah. And like, it, it literally got to that point where we were like following you yeah. from place to place, and oh, it was just, it was sad. But you've you got to a point now where you took yourself out of it. So if if you could give advice to someone, because this is someone in that position, yeah, what would it be? Because I felt like at the time you were kind of using this chemsex lifestyle as almost like a way of self-harm, wasn't it? It was to yeah. forget, it was to to push all your feelings away, it was a complete escapism, and it was not dealing with your problems is what I kind of felt like to us. Yeah, and I think that was that, because I did go speak to somebody at the LGBT Foundation, um, and they have like a chemsex counselling kind of thing. They also have group things, which I didn't really want to do, and I did do a couple of them. Um, but when you're just in a room of people who are in the same mindset and are trying to work out the problems, I think you get a bit of camaraderie with that. Like they said, yeah. like they want some camaraderie. And do you know what? There's loads of there's loads of people in this queer community who are going through the exact same thing, but nobody really speaks about it. And I think like the people who I was partying with back in the day, this is like three, four years on now. I still sometimes see them like still doing this party, and I'm like, yeah. I know, I know that one of them had a stroke. Things like that, like wow. there's there's it, there's serious health issues and mental health issues that come with this, and you've done the best thing for yourself, which is currently take you away from that situation, but now it's about rebuilding your life from that and trying to get your friends back. And I don't think there's anything wrong in saying to your friends that you did drugs with, "Look, I'm not doing drugs anymore." Yeah, do you know what I mean? You don't want to fall back into that scene. I think that's fine to say because you'll have some friends who are your drug friends. Or your party friends. Yeah. I've definitely got some of them. Yeah. Who I only see when I'm out and I'm dancing around, having a good time, and I only socialise with them. But then I've got my close, close, close friends, which is you and there's like six of us, yeah. six or seven of us. And these are my best friends. And if I went to them one day and was like, I'm just going to be sober, they'd be like, okay, cool. And I'd which still be happened, friends with them. Which has happened in our close circle yeah. really recently. Some, yeah. you know, And I think that there's a big thing about queer people who don't fit in the whole lives, finally moving to a big city mm-hmm. and getting swept up in this lifestyle because there's something about being queer and partying and drugs that go so hand in hand and we know, we don't deal with our emotions. We don't really get to have a teenage, teenage life like, like the Hetties do. We yeah. don't. So we start living our teenage life when we've actually got access to drugs and access to alcohol and access to all the things we shouldn't have that's when we start living our life yeah and you feel like you can be yourself finally when you're yeah in a space where everybody's queer and you're like finally i fit in somewhere because you don't fit in for years as a kid and then i think what happens is you get into a space where you're almost trapped by that because you're like well what what if i stop this we're like Will these people speak to me? Yeah. Will I still have friends if I'm not going out and partying and doing drugs and doing all of this? And obviously, like as we've been saying, the next kind of step away from that is is this chemsex scene. And then I often find that with the friends that I know that have gone down that route, uh, and if I'm being completely honest, I have 
done that in my life. I've been to parties where that's happening and I've partaken. Um, I'm lucky that I'm in a relationship, I think, and me and Joe are, are such best friends that I think we did it like once last year, maybe once the year before. We've done it together and we've mm. come back and we, we've, we've not allowed ourselves to get sucked in. But I'm not saying that for like brownie points. I'm saying that because... I was lucky I had Joe there because I do think the way I am as a person and my personal struggles, I could see me going down that route yeah. if I didn't have him. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's 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 really it's pro- it's everywhere. I yeah. don't know one gay scene that it's not happening on. Mm-hmm. I don't know one major city where it's not bad. And what I was saying is, most people that I know that go down these routes and I've seen firsthand with my own um, eyes is these chem sex parties get dark. Yeah. The drugs that people are taking at these parties are dark. It's not a bit of coke at the weekend yeah. and an ecstasy pill telling all your mates you love them and having a party on the on the dance floor. Yeah, it's harder, harder drugs. It's it's crystal meth, but they give it cool names like Tina. Yeah. It's it's GBH, which is a date rate drug, which is alloy cleaner. Which, you know, it's hard, yeah. hard drugs. And I think... There's so many young kids that just don't know where to turn to or what to do. And I think speaking about it and doing what we're doing now is is a big step. Agreed. And for this person writing in, I would highly recommend getting some counselling if possible. Um, you can get definitely free counselling through, um, there's loads of charities, the LGBT Foundation. Yep. Uh, there's a place in Leeds called Mess Mac. I'm, I know you said you're from the North, but there's going to be something around yeah. that area that you can go to or i've just restarted counseling again just for maybe thoughts that are coming back and i'm actually paying for it this time because <laughs> <She> <laughs> <get me. laughs> but yeah so I've, I've restarted that on the phone so what i think something you've just hit on is you this is this was when you went through what this person was going through how long ago was that um four years four ago? years ago yeah. and you've just started counseling again now for thoughts that are coming back yeah i think Without labelling stuff, I think people who are addicted to things or suffer with addictions, it will always be a battle. Definitely, You've got it. Yeah. Like you, like to to take the take the route of saying I've just started counselling again now because I don't want to go back down that route. It's still a journey for you, so I think that's something that this person should be aware of. Like it's it is that it can be that mind altering and that mind affecting that you know this might be something you need to deal with professionally and properly for a number of years it might Mm. never go away you might always be tempted by that and it is something that you should not just be aware of but know that if this is the the route you are taking take it and take hold of it and don't don't let yourself go back if you don't want to go back there do you know what i mean definitely yeah few websites for people if they are listening and any of this is resonating with you we've got changegrowlive.org that's changegrowlive.org there's a lot of information there on chemsex the lgbt foundation is that it's lgbt.foundation.com it's another great website um and there's also one for london and it's londonfriend.org.uk and there's a lot of stuff on there for friends and family as well of people Fab. who are dealing with people um, 
who were going through kind of chemsex problems. What would you say just on the lonely factor about making friends? I was just about to come back to that. Great minds, Billa, great (laughs) minds. I think one great step would be, and kind of almost as two birds with one stone, is something you touched on before, which might be kind of like going to a kind of a charity group thing Mm -hmm. where people are dealing with this in a room together and you're going to make friends there who have been through what you've been through. So you've got a little something in common. Yeah. And friends there who want to make that active change and be in more sober environments and not drug related. You're already going to be in a room full of people that want that same thing from you. Definitely. So you can get a bit of counselling and make friends at the same time there. That would be one of my pieces of advice. Um, But I do know it is hard for people in smaller towns to... Mm-hmm to make friends and I think really the only way you're going to be able to meet people is like on apps and is in bars and that is where you're going to be tempted and triggered so it's about finding things we've mentioned it before on the show there's like a group called outdoor lads for example yeah they're a group of gay guys that all go out and they do hikes and things. Sober things. Sober things. Yeah. And then there's like rugby teams, gay rugby teams in different mm-hmm. cities or gay football teams. There's like sports options. Now, I'm I am not sporty. Me, <laughs> I'm not sporty spice for this. If somebody, if somebody said to me, go and be sporty spice, absolutely not. I'd be but, crying. Yeah, same. I'd much rather be posh, thank you. Or I, ginger. I'd be baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there is options and there is routes. Think about it. Um, listen, keep getting in touch. I'd hope we've, I know we went all over the houses there, but I hope we've touched on some things. I didn't mm-hmm. want to get it to, in too knee deep, but listen, if anyone is suffering from anything or wants to make that change around chemsex and around drugs, now is a better time than ever. If you want to make that change, no one else is going to make that happen. Only you. The Gossip Gaze. Well, that was a deep chat, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a bit of a deep one, that one, but... I think like it was it needed. Deep. Yeah, I do like it deep, <laughs> yes. Uh, but I think it was needed. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, I did. honestly, I didn't know where you were going to go and I didn't want to push you in any direction there either. So, yeah, well done. We don't normally go deep on this show. We like to keep it lighthearted, don't we? We but do sometimes, though. We do like a moment. We have our moments. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. We've had lots of those. We have. Um, we've got a bit of an audience as well at the moment. I've just come to go pick our Margina up. And this is the first time he's ever watched me record. I've got, like, oh, is ca- it? I've got have you got shy? Are you nervous? <laughs> I'm nervous. Are you pissed shy? Do you get wee shy ever? I cannot yes. stand that urinal. So um, I went to the toilet. I, th- I can't remember where it was the other day. And I walked in and somebody was in the cubicle. Somebody was weirdly just stood around the toilet. It was a straight place. It That's was a me. Place. I'm the weirdo stood by the toilet waiting for someone to finish a shit. Because no, but... I can't get me fucking walnut whip out in a line of men. I can't. Do you know why? Is it a gay thing? Can you do that? Morgan can do it. Maybe it's just like a proper gay thing. Maybe it's a camp gay <laughs> thing because Morgan's not that camp. I can't do it just because I, as much as I try and force, like a fart's going to pop out before I even urine comes out for me. Forcing that hard. <laughs> Honey, honestly, <laughs> I pop a pile before I pop a piss. <laughs> I swear. I wonder what that is. I think, oh, I don't do know. Do it stems from like being being young and being just shy around other boys because we were so effeminate? Yeah, so when I used to get changed in uh, PE, I used to like get changed in like your mum does at the swimming baths with like your towel dead high. And, like, Did you? Yeah, in PE? Yeah, covering all my stretch marks up. Like, don't oh, look bless. At me. I know. But I was in the class with all the other bigger guys and they all were had you like... you in fat PE? Yeah, I was in... Um, <laughs> 
spare PE. <laughs> you weren't. Were you, you in like chubby PE? Yeah. You didn't put all the chubby kids together, did they? Chubby kids and disabled kids were all in the bottom set. That was me and the, so the, the, all the disabled kids, plus the chubby kids, which was me and all the other chubsters. Why are schools horrible? Why do they want to like ostracise? Like, why would they do that to like anyone with a disability? Either they should I, honestly, be honestly. Yeah. Hopefully nowadays they mix them in. But that's how it was. And um, shady school fucking cons. <laughs> Um, and then all like the popular kids were in top set, and then like the there was like the medium set. But yeah, so we had a swim po- um, a swimming pool at our school as well. And did you? Yeah. So when we had to go swimming, I used to hate it. Did you teachers get in the trunks? No. So it was just a one <laughs> such a pair of one kind of woman who just taught us all how to swim. Uh, but I used to wear my swimming trunks dead eye over my belly button. You never. <laughs> Simon Cowell of the swimming pool. Yeah, honestly. Do you know, we never went swimming. We were never trusted. Me, me second secondary school, I, I think I must have done PE about four times. Oh, in the in the last two years of high school, I had a sick note in my diary every week from my mum saying, Billy can't do PE this week. I yeah. didn't do it for two years. I didn't do PE. I, I went and sat in drama. Yeah, I went and... and listened to Wicked. <laughs> Fiero! <laughs> what is this chanting? I don't even know what I'm reading. I don't even know what trick I ought to try. Me and all the gimpy drama kids. <laughs> Fiero, where are you? Already dead or bleeding? I'm just trying to make a bit of light-hearted situation from today. But um, Ricka Ricka Rewind. Yeah. Well done for opening up today. I mean, I know you. I know on some respects you could have gone deeper, and in other respects you went you went to them points. So thanks for sharing that with. All right. With the gorgeous people listening today. Anything for the listener. You know. <laughs> Anything for you. Um, we will be back next week with our live episode. Exactly. I do just want to make you aware it's probably not going to be dropping on Monday because we are recording on the Saturday. I'm going to be home over the Sunday. We're going to need time to edit. We're going to need time to edit and get um, and have a little meeting and find out what's going in and what's going out because anyone that's ever been to a live show before will know we record so much material and then we condense it down. We, we probably chop half of it away. Yeah, and if it's anything like last time, it didn't end up recording. <laughs> But oh no, no this is uh, sis, I said it and I'll say it again and I'll say it again not with this equipment it's not it's like yeah. Radio 1 I'm sorry Radio 1 I haven't even got these mics these are top of the range darling Yeah, we've sucked better. off 10 tramps for these <laughs> aren't we um, cheers Dean for the mics by the way Yes, thank you, Dean. Uh, also, I mentioned it earlier and I'll mention it again. If you want to get involved, do across all our socials at Gossip Gaze Pod on mm-hmm. all of those. If you want to send us an email, it's gossipgazepod at gmail.com. Yeah. And look out for next week because not only will our live show be dropping, but our merch will be dropping online. And if you've got one of those tickets to the coveted, coveted, hot, <laughs> hot seats yes. in our show, you could be one of the first people, the first person to win our merch bundle. We're giving a tote bag away. Mm-hmm. t-shirt and a mug we've got two ranges though right we've got some with our faces on and some with just the logo i, I yeah. prefer the one with the logo see i said because I, I could wear that the gym and that that's what i said i said i want to wear some merch but i don't want my own face i said yeah. it, it'd be different if i was a uh, if i was a drag queen and i had a drag face on there yeah it's not my, like my own actual face on my own actual t-shirt is gimpy as fuck <laughs> well i don't know I, I know loads of people that wear their own merch me <laughs> yeah but you're you're in dragging it like and you go out as a to be fair, I only do wear them to gigs because I get I mean. makeup all over them, then throw them in the wash. Exactly. And I want people to see them and go, oh, I'll have one of them. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, £25. You better merch. <laughs> Don't go to UK. Uh, get, listen, guys, we love you loads. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Don't go anywhere. Keep writing in. Keep getting involved. We love you. Love yous. <laughs> Imagine the 
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 